the info track. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. It's a startling statistic. Each year, about 40% of all food in the U.S. goes uneaten. That's about $165 billion in wasted food every year. Yet millions of Americans can't find enough to eat. To explain this, we welcome Dana Gunders, Project Scientist, Food and Agriculture at the Natural Resources Defense Council. Dana, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Now, you're author of a report, Wasted, How America's Losing Up to 40% of Its Food from Farm to Fork to Landfill. That's an astonishing statistic. Where does this waste occur? Can you briefly walk us through the steps where these losses happen? Sure. It is astonishing. I mean, just imagine leaving the grocery store with three bags, dropping one in the parking lot, and not bothering to pick it up. That's essentially what we're doing throughout our food system today. And it is happening from farm all the way through to our supermarkets, restaurants, and in our own households. At the farm level, we're seeing produce that never gets harvested because prices are too low when it's time for harvest to actually get the product off the field. We're also seeing food be left there for cosmetic reasons. You know, not all apples grow perfectly red and perfectly round. So those that don't sometimes just get left on the field or sent to animal feed. Mm -hmm. In our supermarkets, we're seeing that, again, they're feeling the need to give us the freshest, most beautiful-looking produce and also food of all kinds at all times. And so that need for constant choice and variety is leading to quite a bit of waste. What happens to that food when it's not perfect looking? Do they give that to the needy or do they just toss it in the dumpster? It depends, but it does often end up either getting thrown away or if it's on a farm, it'll get turned back into the soil. But still, there's a lot of water and nutrients and resources that have gone into growing that food. Mm -hmm. We've talked about farming and the grocery store. What else? Well, certainly in our household, we wind up wasting more food than we might be aware of. Somewhere between 15 and 25% of food in homes is going to waste, and it's costing us, the average family of four, up to $2,200 a year in food that never gets eaten. And then, of course, in restaurants, we see huge portion sizes, And some people are eating those portions, which might be leading to a different problem of public (laughs) health. (laughs) But, you know, others are not eating it and it's getting wasted. So certainly more sensible portion sizes and flexible portions in restaurants could help address the issue. But, of course, restaurants are prohibited from reserving food. Even a basket of bread on the table, even if you don't touch it, I don't believe they can serve that again. That's true. Once it's served, they cannot. And so that's where, you know, you'll see some restaurants nowadays asking if you want bread before they bring it or just bringing out a smaller portion but offering free refills if that's what someone wants. It's small changes like that that can lead to a lot less food going to waste. We're talking on InfoTrack with Dana Gunders, Project Scientist, Food and Agriculture at the Natural Resources Defense Council. And we're talking about how the U.S. manages to waste $165 billion in food each year. Dana, in terms of households and just having a refrigerator and things going bad, how big a factor is that? It's significant. In households, we see a lot of spoilage as one of the reasons that food goes to waste and also people believing food is spoiled when it may not be. One thing that surprises people is that the dates on food, the expiration dates on your yogurt, for instance, 
don't actually mean that the food has gone bad, and they're not even federally regulated. They are simply manufacturer suggestions for peak quality of the food. So most often, that food doesn't need to be thrown away right on that date. Yeah, I often notice that they'll say sell by, and then they'll have a certain date. My thinking is maybe a lot of people think that's the deadline to throw the food away, but it's actually the sell by date. That's true. Those sell by dates are used by stores to manage their inventory. And so they're actually designed to know that the product will last for quite a bit longer after a sell-by date because they don't want you to get home and have it go bad right away. So the sell-by dates tell you the product does have some life after that. Now, what happens to all this food that's thrown away? There's got to be some value, as you mentioned earlier, in the nutrients and in terms of bringing it back into the growing system. Does that happen? Unfortunately, most food that we don't eat does wind up in a landfill. Today, only about 3% of all of the food scraps in our waste streams actually gets composted. And when it gets composted, it can be then used, those nutrients can be used again in the farms. But food scraps make up the largest portion of products in our landfills today, believe it or not. Hmm. And there they decompose and produce a gas called methane, which is actually a very potent global warming contributor. In terms of composting wasted food, I would think that the fruits and vegetables, the plant-based foods, are really going to be the ones that we would want to compost. I don't think you could do that with meat or fish too well, or maybe you could. I'm not an expert on that. Actually, when you have these big municipal composting piles, you are able to compost bones and meat products and fish as well. They get hot enough in the center that they're able to kill any bacteria. How do these statistics about waste compare with a few decades ago? Are we getting a lot worse at this? Are we getting better? Our waste has increased significantly. In fact, the per capita waste today is 50% more than it was in the mid-70s. So it's quite a bit more, and that goes right alongside a trend in portion sizes growing. Today, our dinner plates are actually over 30% bigger in diameter than they were over a similar time frame. Our cookies, for instance, have quadrupled in size since the 80s. <laughs> wow. That's a disturbing fact to learn, especially for anyone listening who is maybe trying to lose weight, and that's a lot of people out there. What are some ideas that you perhaps advocate in terms of reversing this trend with all of the waste? Well, I think we can certainly start in our own refrigerators and really learn how to store food, make sure we're cooking with what is in our refrigerator in mind, and using our freezers because you can freeze almost anything and use it at a later date if you're able to. Also, just learning when food goes bad, taking a look at those expiration dates and understanding that they don't necessarily mean the food is bad and we need to learn ourselves how to tell, you know, the sniff test or there are other resources out there. And then as we go into restaurants, really understanding that we can take leftovers home. You can also ask for half portions often if you don't think you'll eat the whole portion or appetizer sizes and just being conscious because I think awareness on this issue will go a long way. It hasn't really been on our radar to date. Is there a place where people can see your report and learn more about this? Absolutely. You can go to nrdc.org backslash food and you'll find the report. We're also starting a blog series that you can find there where we'll be looking into different angles of this issue. 
And the website, again, is nrdc.org backslash food to learn more. Dana Gunders, Project Scientist, Food and Agriculture at the Natural Resources Defense Council. Dana, thanks so much for joining us today on InfoTrack. Thanks so much for having me. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.